This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Well, hello everyone. Welcome back to Massive Late Fee. This is Everybody Lies, which is our House MD review show. Uh, if you're here, you should you should realize that. And, I don't know, go back and listen to the other ones, too. I mean, you don't really have to because you can just pick an episode of House and be like, I remember that episode of House. I'll listen to this episode. And maybe I'll go back and maybe I won't. Maybe maybe I don't want to go back. Maybe I've got better things to do, Mark. What, did you ever think of that? Yeah. I don't know if I can get out of this. <laughs> I don't know if I can get out of this argument I've created with myself. But, Which is interesting because the title of this episode is The Socratic Method. That's correct, yes. It is. I, I, I almost forgot the title, and by almost I mean I did until you reminded me of what it was. Like I always forget the title, and <laughs> you always remember. Yeah, I don't know how I remember the titles of this show. I just looked them up, though, I guess is how. Yeah. Uh, but, I guess how memory uh, works is how I remember them. The, yeah. the normal way memory works. Yeah, you create a wrinkle in your brain. And then uh, that gets transferred to a clone. Of Paul Rudd. (laughs) But anyway, so, yeah, this episode is the Socratic Method. It begins in a welfare office. Wouldn't it be crazy if you uh, woke up and your brain was in uh, Paul Rudd's body? That'd be weird. What would you do? Probably go on Hot Ones. So I could talk to Sean Evans. I'm back! Get out of here! I'd storm into the studio. Just angrily, like, throwing wings at people. <laughs> he was eating cauliflower. Yeah, I think it said he had some kind of vegan thing. He said, well, he said, I'm not a vegetarian. Because when he started talking about the barbecue, he's like, I'm not a vegetarian. We're just like, he said something like, I don't know, maybe like trying to eat less meat or something like that. I don't know. but he... Yeah, yeah, I could see that. That's probably good advice for most people. Yeah. But anyway, so, um, yeah, it opens up in a, in a welfare office with a mother and a son, and they're trying to get... The Holy they're Ghost. They're trying to get benefits. Um, and she's, like, nuts. Basically, schizophrenic is what they yeah. say. And uh, the son says, I'm 18, I'm a legal guardian. Uh, there's a bunch of forms you have to fill out. And, like, he's actually pretty well-versed in them. He's like, oh, no, I did this on that date. And, like, it checks out. So he's he's clearly experienced at navigating the, uh, you know, the red tape of the uh, welfare system in the state of New, New York? Jersey. New Jersey? Yeah. Yep. Don't the you think a house should have a gold chain on if he's in New Jersey? <laughs> yeah. There's, there's not enough there's not enough women with hugely puffed up hair maybe that explains cutty though yeah that's true that's a very new jersey look wouldn't that be funny i'm a doctor (laughs) wouldn't it be funny if uh if like they just did a shot by shot remake of house with the same actors and everything but he just had a gold chain on do you think that would affect the way you you viewed the show (laughs) okay just like an obnoxiously like large gold chain (laughs) i would love to see it I would love to see it. Oh my god. Okay. So, um anyway, we, we get the we get our our normal like look inside a human body 
in this one where we see uh, yeah they like really went hard on it this episode oh yeah at the, at the beginning a clot clots forming in her leg it start pieces start to break off they go into her heart blah 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 uh she goes into what they say it looks like she's having a cardiac arrest but they say it's um uh, a pulmonary arrest which is yeah or yeah yeah because her the piece of this clot went into her her, her lung now so is that a pulmonary em- embolism then yeah embolism that's right um i think don't quote me on this but i think i'm pretty sure i read from a doctor that this wouldn't happen that your legs are like closed systems somehow um i mean not completely closed obviously Right, like how there's like a blood-brain barrier, there's like a leg-torso barrier. Yeah, kind of, something like that, to where like a clot in your leg wouldn't cause that because it couldn't, you know, like you could have clot, if you have a clot in your leg, you could have clots in other parts of your body because you might, you know, you might either have a disease that causes uh, clotting or you might, uh, you know, have a lot of risk factors to where you could have multiple clots but that it wouldn't necessarily happen that way from the leg itself. Now, like I said, I could be wrong. I didn't look it up. I just have a vague memory of, of a doctor writing that, so I don't know. But uh, anyway, it happens. And they, you know, she goes to the doctor. For some reason, or she goes to the Princeton Plainsboro Hospital. For some reason, House is sitting there reading a paper. I, like, I, obviously, he's avoiding work. You know, there's a page... Uh, you know, Dr. House, Dr. Cuddy wants you to call. But it's weird that he's just kind of like in the waiting room of the emergency room. I, I'm thinking maybe he was looking for a case. Yeah, he seems to do that. He kind of like sits around there and like eavesdrops sometimes. Like I think that's how he found out about the uh, the one in the maternity episode about the babies like having the, uh, you know, yeah. fevers or whatever. Yeah. He's kind of like, like if he's like a, he's like a, like a hurting a cat is how it is to, you know, to be his boss. Like, he basically will not do what you tell him to, but if you just let him do it, he's, you know he's curious enough they'll get into something that'll be useful. Exactly. So, the doctor says, basically, you know, that the mom had a, I think he says, what, 0.12? I think so. Yeah, which is, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a little, it's elevated for sure, but, especially because it's early in the morning, but... I mean, yeah, don't drive if you have a. And all oh, I'm sorry, we forgot the, the. We see the sudden like sneaking around like a shot of vodka while the the woman goes to get the papers at the uh, welfare office. Yeah, to calm her down because she's kind of going a little nutty there. But yeah, check Mike's blood. Uh, any Saturday night, <laughs> it's gonna be higher than point one two. Yeah, I don't know. I have a pretty good tolerance. So the doctor says, you know, the reason that she had the blood clot or the deep vein thrombosis is because of the alcohol. She's a whore! <laughs> because of the alcoholism. Alcoholism causes immobility, which causes the blood clot. And, you know, House speaks up at this point saying, you know, of course he's right, you know, and everything. And, and you know, of course it's the alcohol. And he says, look, the guy's a doctor. He wouldn't just go making claims without any kind of evidence. Because that would be completely irresponsible, and uh, House decides to to take the case because the, he's irresponsible. Well, because because the mom is schizophrenic, and he actually 
goes and talks to her, uh, you know, right away goes and talks to her because he likes talking to crazy people. He likes the abnormality. And this is the first time, I think, because, you know, they're, everyone's sort of, they don't understand it. They're like, like uh, Foreman says, Foreman has the most questions because Foreman is, is the newest one. And he says, I thought he liked rationality above all, all else. You know, it, crazy people don't think rationally. That's the definition of, of them being crazy. And this is the first instance where, you know, Wilson says he likes puzzles. And Foreman right. says, patients are puzzles. And he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, that's the way, that's the way he sees them, basically. Because uh, there's, there's another line. I don't remember what episode this is. It might be episode or it might be uh, season two or something like that. Uh, but where Wilson states it more, more explicitly, he says some, some pay, uh, doctors get, have a God complex where they need to save everybody. Uh, House has the Rubik's complex. He needs to solve the puzzle. Yeah, just make a note uh, that when we get to that episode, we'll reference back that we already mentioned it back on uh, this show, okay? All right. All right. I'm making a note right now. Yes. That's supposed to be crickets. Yeah, I think you need to get your uh, your bike wheels oiled. Yeah, it's my sawhorse, actually. The chain. <laughs> sawhorse. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but anyway, so um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, so he wants to talk to her because she's... You know, she's crazy. Insane. Yeah. And House claims that it, that's not the reason. It's not just the schizophrenia. He wants to help and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, and like, he he, he says, like, a few different kind, times, uh, you know, good kid. Like, seems to really like this kid. I don't know if it's because yeah. he keeps, uh, like, detailed notes or what. He probably sees the kids doing a very competent job of like helping his mother out. Yeah. So and I'm sure House realized since he's like a, almost like an uh, omnipresent character in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I realize I, I kind of very quickly picked up. I'm like, there's no way this kid's 18. I mean, he's clearly younger than that. Yeah, and he he they do a good job casting because he he looks younger than 18. Yeah, this is um this is I think this episode is like the. Is almost like I think this might be the episode where everything kind of clicks together. Like this is like, like a like a very like iconic in the sense that it's like an archetypal like episode of House. Like mm-hmm. all the elements finally like come into place. Like and actually I don't know if you caught this or not, but we actually do hear for the first time the uh, the line "Everybody lies." It's from yep. uh, Cameron though, not House. Yep, correct. Like she's talking about his philosophy and how that's basically like how he you know thinks everyone's gonna lie to you all the, all the time. She that's when she brings that in. Yep. Yeah, I agree. This this is definitely, I think, the first episode that it really, like you said, everything really kind of comes together as to we've got the formula now of what we're going to do. We know exactly how to do this yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. Like, the formula is heavily in place, much like with Home Improvement, which we discussed uh, yesterday yep. or tomorrow. Yesterday. Two days ago. <laughs> Last week. Yes. So... Um, I'm trying to think what the, th- the first thing that they do is. They, uh, I can't remember now. They tell her, snap out of it. <laughs> hey. Hey, you want to go down to the shore, <laughs> the shore here? I'll take you to the boardwalk. <laughs> 
Uh, House uh, mentions that he's in a Bruce Springsteen cover band. Yep. And he plays a part of a Max Weinberg. Yeah, and she starts to, she's really happy about that. No, um, they teach. Cuddy plays uh, Clarence. (laughs) Not Foreman, but Cuddy. (laughs) Why, Why would Foreman play him? Clarence Clemens, because Foreman knows how to play the saxophone. Oh, that's right. Um, he's a big black guy. Um, so uh, the first thing they do is they take her off all psych medication. And then they, uh, they need to get a scan, an MRI, I think, of her leg because they want to look at uh, the thing. And Foreman, you know, she, she spits in Foreman's face and starts um, starts going Billy after on the saxophone. Yeah, exactly. Spits in Foreman's face and says, uh, you're no Clarence Clements. And and I knew him, sir. So he he gives her a shot of uh, Haldol, which is a sedative, pretty powerful sedative. And uh, so then, you know, they get, the, they get their scan and everything. They, they're testing for... Uh, blood fact factors, clotting factors, uh, 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 PTT, and stuff like that. Uh, different clotting times and and different factors in the blood. Um, so the son is pissed off because she doesn't like Haldol. Uh, it numbs her soul or something like that, according to her. Yeah, something like that. But so they, you know, houses upset and first well with the kid he basically just takes he basically just makes excuses he covers for foreman which is interesting you know he backs his doctor's decisions and then privately he excoriates foreman sure and just screams at him and says and says um you know your judgment's not very good or your best judgment isn't very good so why don't you use mine next time uh yeah yeah go ahead oh you um, well, I was going to go on, so you uh, you say what you're going to say. Just a, I, I forget that. I think they say that she's like 38 or something like that, and she looks uh, much older than 38. It's very... Oh, yes. Uh, I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. She definitely does look older. Um, I, I noticed that, too. I was like, wow, she's she's only supposed to be, you know, that old. Um. It's almost like comedic in this episode, how like a house, like as opposed to the earlier episodes, house is like never leaves the patient's side. It seems like because he's like always up in her face so much so that mm-hmm. even the other characters comment on it, like Chase in, uh, you know, are like, "Why are you? Why are you even here?" Yeah, yeah, he talk, he does, he does talk to her quite a bit, and he talks to the the boy a little bit as well, but he definitely talks to to her a lot more. He discovers that the the kid is under 18 by by bluffing basically i think he i think he figured out that the kid was probably younger because a lot of the things he said and did made him seem younger and his arm hurts so house says oh you know you should get that looked at so he, he you know the next scene of, presumably he gave him an x-ray the next scene he's putting an x-ray up and he says Hey, see that? That's the, uh, the you know that's uh, one of your growth plates. If you're really good, you can uh, tell somebody's age um, pretty well by this. And he he gets pretty lucky. <laughs> he goes not even fifteen, uh, you know, close like uh, you know a month, uh, maybe two months or something like that. 
And he goes, last week, I turned 15. And then, you know, he reveals that it's not even his x-ray. Great. So he... he also, uh, yeah, go ahead. I forget before this, another another part that we missed since the first episode is the uh, classic uh, Chase and Foreman break into the apartment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Foreman steals the key. Yeah, so they go in and, like, it's... You know, you can tell the kid's very organized when you get in there, but... Uh, Going for the fridge, all you see are frozen hamburgers. Mm-hmm. And so that makes House think, oh, this could be the vitamin K thing, you know. Maybe that's what she's missing. So he wants to give her vitamin uh, K, but Chase uh, isn't really. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of the first ones where Chase actually kind of starts to stand up and, and and shows a little bit of competency. Yeah, what's weird about this, too, is when they, uh, when they, when they, they be there's no way they can. How could they say? Oh, by the way, uh, why does she just eat frozen hamburgers? They clearly have to tell him or trick him into telling them that all she eats are frozen hamburgers. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, how else will they conceal the fact that they got that information by breaking into their house? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, but yeah, after the X-ray, um, Chase uh, does the ultrasound and they find a mass on her liver, which they think is a tumor. Wilson, being the uh, oncologist, uh, sure enough says it's a tumor and it causes bleeding. So they tell the patient, you know, and they tell the kid that, you know, sorry, you need a liver transplant. And unfortunately, you didn't play for the uh, Yankees at any point. Correct. Like, they literally, like, you know, say you're not a famous athlete, which I wonder I wonder if that's really the case. I mean, is that really, are they really getting preferential treatment? Or, I mean, because I've heard some people say that uh, if you're wealthy, you could, like, travel around and register more places for a transplant, which is, you know, obviously is a competitive advantage. Yeah, I don't know. Exactly, I, I I will say in this day and age, and in a in a general sense, I don't know exactly how much that plays into whether or not you get an organ transplant. I will say in the very specific case of Mickey Mantle, which is who they're who they're referencing, uh, a lot of people even at the time were like, "It's a pretty fucking big travesty that he was able to get a liver." Uh, considering that I think at the time he was something like, like 67 years old and, yeah, and he had definitely, uh, you know, needed a new one from a lifetime of abuse. Yeah. Yeah. He was a lifetime alcoholic and still an alcoholic when, when like still a, a practicing alcoholic when he got the liver transplant. So I know in that specific case, because he was such a massive star, I think that probably played a role as far as other people and just in general, I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not really sure because like it's always like when you hear like a celebrity is like you know gets charged with a crime and they get like a sentence that seems light. I mean, when you really look into it, most of the time it's no lighter than another first time offender. So I mean, it's like right. I wonder if it's the same thing with like oh they're famous they got you know that's why they got it. But I mean, if it's really just like oh it was just luck, you know, and so obviously it is luck or in some cases for the donors bad luck when you know you are able to get a donation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe they have a, a super easy match type, like they they have a, a like a really easy blood type to match, and or something like that. You know, you know, there's obviously a lot of factors, you know, in that which you know, obviously, uh, you know, register to donate your organs. That's always a good thing. You're not taking yes, them with you. Correct. Everyone should register to donate their organs. It's ridiculous not to. I mean, some places, like, uh, I think it's Iran, which, I mean, you know, obviously people will say, oh, Iran, you know, boo, for some reason we don't like them. Um, but I think they have it where it's, like, compulsory. You have to, like, 
opt out of like uh you know being a donor and they don't have and i think you could also sell your uh like like kidneys especially there mm-hmm. so they really don't have a shortage at all i mean they allow some kind of like you know competitive free market principles into the organ trade which is you know in, in a sense it seems deplorable but i think actually the government controls the price it's like a standard like price they'll pay you just to make sure there's enough organs for everybody okay well i mean yeah i have no i have no problem with that yeah iran's bad but saudi arabia is great somehow uh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I love that shit. Uh, oh, another thing I want to point out real quick before before we move on is because it, it occurs a few times in this episode, but they're they're reading uh, from the Wild Swans at Cool, which is a uh, a W. B. Yeats um, a book of poetry. Uh, I'm not sure if uh, if anyone caught caught that, but um, it's uh, you know it's. It's interesting. There's uh, there's some interesting poems in there. Uh, I can't remember all of them, but I know that uh, one of them's uh, an Irish airman foresees his death, and I think on woman is the one that they're they're actually reading, or they might be reading the wild swans at cool itself. Um, I can't remember. I think it's one of those poems. And then there's I'm just trying to think if there was a a Socrates like tie-in or a tie-in with schizophrenia in some way or something like that as to why they might be doing it but i can't i can't remember so if somebody knows if somebody knows uh um you know what the what the like the connection might be symbolism if if there is if there is more of a symbolism than just you know like the director might have been a, a fan of yeats um you know let us know but i i can't uh I can't really think of, you know, Yeats didn't have schizophrenia or anything like that, so, yeah. They do mention that Socrates supposedly did. Huh. Which I guess is possible. I, I don't know. Socrates. Yeah, and then they make another uh, Socrates reference when they talk about uh, Hemlock. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, this one... Um... Uh, so after they find out it's a tumor, um, House like it's you know says, well, well, right, another Arnold uh, <laughs> tie-in. <laughs> well, House wants to you know wants them to cut it out, but uh, it's a little larger than the guidelines. And then House then says, well, you know this was probably caused by alcoholism, because uh, he's still convinced for some reason that she uh, is not actually schizophrenic, which is curious, but that's right. what he thinks. Um, so they do. I, I don't know if this actually makes sense in real life. Um, but House says, you know, but House says this is just like an insurance scam, you know, or like it's malpractice. That's the only reason they don't let you cut them out. It's not really any more dangerous. They want the stats to be low. So he somehow knows to shrink it with ethanol. Yeah. Like they, they shoot into it and it does shrink it to within the guidelines. Oh, and then, uh, then Cameron goes, oh, oh, House, it's your birthday. I don't know how she knows this. I think she found it on a form, she says. Yes. Yeah. That's true. Just... It's House's birthday and House doesn't even, House didn't even remember it first. Right, but yeah, so she he like says, yeah, go go help with the surgery. So the the surgery is successful. The doctor somehow realizes, I think it's from the smell, which is curious. Um, but he goes, yeah, you put ethanol in this. He goes, don't let it happen again, or I'm gonna you know fuck you over or something. I don't know. Which is kind of curious that he doesn't like uh, you know he doesn't like report this. He just goes, don't let it happen again. I think he I think the the tumor had grown uh, back to its to its original size. I think what they did was. Uh, it shrinks it only temporarily, so they shrunk it for the scan, 
uh, for, the, for the surgeon to look at. But once he opened her up, it was clear that it was that big. You know, this is like this is something that they mention us a few different times on House about surgeons and how they they won't operate on people that are truly sick because they don't want to, you know, malpractice insurance and they want their stats to, to be good, which is, you know, how they get jobs and what they get paid based on and all that stuff. I mean, true, if you've talked to a lot, if you've talked to surgeons in your time, you know, a lot of them are pretty arrogant <laughs> and, uh, and they definitely have attitudes and you can definitely tell a surgeon uh, from a, a different kind of doctor. But I don't, I don't think like they were saying like he wouldn't do it because it's too big and everything. I don't think it's unreasonable for him to be like, look, uh, the chances of her dying are pretty fucking high uh, on my table. And I don't want to do that. Like if, if I was a surgeon, I wouldn't ever want to be in a position where someone's going to die on my table, you know? So I don't, Right. I mean, I kind of, I kind of see where they're, where the surgeons are coming from too. Yeah, for sure, but yeah, so we kind of like tricks him, but it's like, it's kind of funny because it does seem like, full show seems realistic to me, I, I've never been in the medical profession, it could be all, it just seems authentic, something about it, you know, like, I mean, I could see like a doctor, like, you know, covering for another one being, oh, I won't report it this time, but do it again, because he said he just, he should have just sewed her right back up, because like you said, he didn't notice like right away. Right. I think it was from the ethanol smell as well, I could be wrong on that. Yeah. Yeah, Cuddy figures it out too. And doesn't say anything because right. otherwise, you know, the, the woman would die. So. Right. And then, so like house, like he's kind of wondering why she didn't stop him. And in the meantime, like the uh, social services show up mm-hmm. for the kid. And then like the kid starts like throwing a fit, you know, yep. accusing house of, you know, dining him. Up. Yeah. Cause house is the only one that knew. Yeah, and then he uh, so he goes and he starts reading to uh, to the the woman, and he he accuses her of calling you know social services, which she says she didn't do. But House has like a call record somehow. I don't know how he has access to that. <laughs> but he goes, yeah. So you clearly did this. And he goes, that proves you don't have you know mental illness because you were thinking rationally. And also, I think he points out, and this is also a thing that is real for sure with schizophrenia. Usually. Like, if you don't have it by the time you're 25, you don't really develop it later in life. I mean, you could yeah. get, like, some kind of psychotic reaction. Like, sometimes drugs can do that. Like, if you're already prone to schizophrenia, they can help help manifest the symptoms. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think they have a healthy mind schizophrenia randomly. But yeah, that's, um, so, I mean, that he kind of rolls it out. And I, I, for my rudimentary knowledge of, like, psychiatry slash psychology, I knew, I'm like, yeah, that seems pretty old for schizophrenia. Yeah. Wilson, Wilson claims that it's in within the parameters, but I don't. I don't know that he's right about that. Because like you said, it's, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's plausible, but it just is very rare, I would think. Uh, yeah, I would, I would say it'd be pretty rare. He House also points out uh, that earlier in the episode, she said, look what I do to him, Limpy. <laughs> I like that she calls him Limpy. But, um, you know, he's like, he's basically like, you know, thinking about somebody else. That you know that there's so it's so rational that she can't be schizophrenic, and then he points out that you know, hey, if you pick your you pick your doctor, you pick your disease. You know, you go you go to this doctor, they're going to see one thing. You go to this doctor, they're going to see another thing because different specialists see things different ways. Which you know is definitely that definitely does happen. Um, and he says, you know, she went to a psychiatrist. She said she wasn't crazy but she was having these delusions, hearing these voices and everything. So they, 
you know, they gave her uh, medication and he's like, if anything, she got better when I took her off the medication. So, you know, he asks a very basic question, which I can't believe none of her other doctors asked. What are diseases that mimic psych symptoms or have psych symptoms, you know, as part of them? And Cameron says, uh, you know, it's funny how she says it. What about that copper thing? Wilson's disease, which is, you know. The name of the spinoff show starring uh, Wilson. Exactly. But that's that's what she ends up having because the, this doesn't show up in every case, but in, but in a lot of cases, I think maybe like 80% of the cases or something like that, they have uh, uh, Kaiser Fleischer rings around the eyes, which is like a copper ring around your eye because copper uh, tends to accumulate in your, your cornea. Uh, that's just yeah, one this, of the places it, 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 it builds up. This is, of course, the second episode of any row to revolve around uh, copper. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, so, you know, they... This whole they, thing's a slam against the copper industry. They're trying to exactly. short the stock. They're, it's uh, um, Megamind's weakness, or not Megamind's weakness, Metroman's weakness in Megamind. Oh, okay, I've never seen that. That's a good one. I like that one a lot. That's a, I think it's a DreamWorks one. I like that movie. But anyway, so, um, yeah, she has Wilson's disease. They say, um, you know, we'll, uh, we'll treat it and you should be totally fine. They, um, they do treat it and apparently she's totally fine. I think it's, it's funny too. It's a, so it's a genetic, it's a genetic disease. I know that. And so the kid should, you know, absolutely get tested. Um, you know, and I know that it's like the, you know, the brain and the liver, those are, um, you know, two of the, two of the areas that, um, you need those. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But those are, those are two of the areas, but the treatment, like, um, so they'll do, I think they'll do chelation a little bit to get, yeah, I think so. Like a heavy metal removal type thing. Mm-hmm. And then, um, there's, uh, you know, there's, I think there's some, some different, medications that can help too but basically you're just your copper just builds up in your body so dot once once they do chelation and you um you uh you know you get all of it out of your system then diet is a big part of it too um and i and uh, ironically is so i wonder if she'll i wonder if this will happen uh, liver transplantation is a pretty effective cure because Wilson's disease affects the liver's ability to to process uh, copper out of the body. So liver transplants a lot of times can can cure you from it. Uh, so I wonder if you know once she gets healthy and everything, you know, ha- having had um, a, a you know liver tumor, liver cancer, that um, you know maybe she'll get a liver transplant at some point. Yeah, it could be. He's relatively young, but uh, at the in the end, we see another human side of House because she thanks you know that like they're leaving now, and she thanks House for saving her life. Uh, the son says, "I'll never thank you," which seems. I mean, I know it's like it's because he's fifteen, but it seems pretty harsh. I mean, you didn't you didn't have to leave your mom, and he saved your mom's life and her brain and. <laughs> You've got your mom back, so it's like, you know, 
even if you thought he did it, yeah, it might have been a shitty thing to do, but maybe maybe you could just forgive him, you know? But he's like, I'll never forget I'll never right. I'll never thank you. I can't believe you did this to me, this bullshit. And um and then House uh, doesn't he never does, which is he lies. He uh, says, "Yeah, Cuddy, uh, I had her do it, you know, because so, he didn't want to, you know, let the son know, obviously, that the mom is the one who called uh, help, you know, protective care on him." Mm-hmm. Yep. So he lets them have their their happy life, and then that's that's basically where the episode ends. But um... yeah, there were a couple of lighter notes. Uh, it was kind of like a. It was an interesting episode. I think it really they really did hit the formula like perfectly. There was even a part where. Um, they they openly state that uh, Chase messed up the uh, blood test. Yes, yes. And I was like, I, I felt so vindicated at that moment. <laughs> also, I, I failed to mention that uh, Martin Scorsese and all these directors who are ripping on uh, Marvel movies, I was way ahead of you on that one, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they must have listened to the show. I think so. They're fans. Probably. They're fans yeah, we, of our, uh, our broadcasts from England. The only the only uh, patient we really saw aside from uh, this lady was this uh, little girl and her mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, so House is telling this uh, lady that her daughter doesn't have strep throat, and we really uh, we just we just want the the mom just wants her to not eat ice cream so she won't lose you know gain weight. Yeah, and like the girl's like perfectly normal size, and she's like maybe ten if that. Yeah, yeah, she looked pretty young. And so, so because she's trying to say, oh, she can't have cake for her birthday, right? And House is like, oh no, you definitely should have cake. And he's like, just like ripping this woman apart. And that was that was. Yeah, he like he sarcastically, uh, you know, like says, oh yeah, you know, like sugar can lead to all these things. I mean, it's not sarcastic. I mean, it's true, you know, in in excess that sugar can lead to uh, to those things. But then he goes through all like the stuff that the mom wants to hear, like, "Oh, you, she can't be your daughter. You're way too young. You, you know, you must be sisters." All this like bullshit and stuff. And he's like, "Get the kid a damn ice cream cake," and then leaves. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, and then he goes uh, the other. I forget. There's another patient, a guy who has hiccups, and the guy's like hitting himself in the head to <laughs> yes. to not have hiccups. Yeah. And he just keeps telling him to, to do it over and over. Yeah, he's like, "Well, that's how they that's how they teach it in med school." I just don't understand. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, th- like like you said, this one definitely I think is the first one that really gets the formula down. I mean, the other episodes were good, but this one definitely it's where they now they're they're hitting on all cylinders. They yeah, you definitely see a shift for, for sure. Yeah, that's that's exactly the metaphor I was going to use. The uh, they're like the engine finally, you know, perfectly like firing up and uh you know you're just you're on the road you're not you're not necessarily steering perfectly but you definitely have the car in motion yep and it's definitely an, another one that i that i enjoyed and i think um most of these i think almost all these from from season one are are good for memory um but yeah yeah I, I, well just i'm gonna try to remember to do this i found a website that kind of like uh you know kind of reminds me of what happens because i saw the episode a couple you know days ago mm-hmm there's a thing in there called the zebra factor, which is like how rare the disease actually is. Oh, okay. And this gets a 7 out of 10. It says it's very rare, occurring in no more than 4 out of 100,000 people. Yeah, I think it's like there's there's fewer than 20,000 cases a year or something like that. Which, you know, it sounds like, 20,000 sounds like a lot, but, you know, for 400 million people, it's pretty rare. And I think that's, yeah. wor- I'm pretty sure that's worldwide, actually. Okay, yeah, well, I mean, that's, that's crazy. I'm hopefully... CRISPR will fix that one too. <laughs> yeah. 
And I'm not a Polly Shore insulting somebody in Encino Man either. Right, exactly. Crisper. <laughs> oh, that might have been son-in-law. My wife is probably fuming right now. Uh, but anyway, so uh, that is our episode. Um, you know, do all the stuff that, that, that you're supposed to do. All the things I'm supposed to Just pretend that I'm saying all the things I'm supposed to say. I, you know, YouTube, Twitter. You know, if you want to support the show, you know what you need to do. So if you really My want space. to support the show, do that. Fuck yeah. Sweden. We forgot to mention that. Yeah, go to MySpace and uh, send hate mail to Sweden. I mean, just yeah. do it. They probably still have MySpace. Who knows? Absolutely. It's uh, Florgenbergen. All right, we yeah. will see you next week. Bye. See you later.